I'm Enoch Fossum. And I'm Austin Ivey, and you're listening to the What About Therapy podcast. What about therapy? All right. Well, welcome to another episode. Um, it's funny because we have to pretend like we didn't just record another one, even though we just finished <laughs> recording the other one. <laughs> and it's still Saturday morning, and it's uh, still Passover. But Inception. we're going <laughs> to You guys are still Passover. <laughs> this is a long Passover. It's a really long. Man, it's two weeks long. It's crazy. Uh, <laughs> That's always trippy when we record two episodes. We have to totally pretend like what we did just didn't happen, and we're disconnected from that. But it, we <laughs> disconnected it's, it's, from reality. <laughs> it was five minutes ago when we finished recording the last episode. You you definitely listened to that last episode because it was amazing. Um, but today we are talking about yelling. We're just gonna yell the whole time. If that's okay. So make sure to turn down your headphones. No, actually, we're talking. About, <clears throat> we're gonna be talking about. Um, uh, yelling at children and what that does to a child yeah, and how psychologically harmful it can be and in the short term and the long term and maybe just some some skills to if that if you do find yourself being more apt or like if you just, if yelling is more primary, aggressive yeah if you're an aggressive person or if like you were yelled at as a kid and you feel like you're just perpetuating because your dad yelled at you and not to say that anything's wrong with your parents if they yell at you because it's a very common thing to do to yell at your children. Yell at your children. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're just going to talk about that today. Just maybe increase some awareness and talk about some new skills that you can learn to to be more um, not empathetic with your children, but just connect with them better and not feel, make them feel so scared <laughs> when yeah. when it's when they're getting in trouble because delivering delivering consequences needs to be done, but it needs to be done in the right way and. Yeah. Often yelling is not the proper way to do it. There is times for yelling, and we'll talk right. about that. But that's what we're going into today. Recently, Austin and I were at Target. We were picking a game to play. So we were, we were on a double date with our wives. Not just each other. Even though we, we, do, do, we do that sometimes. Um, so we were at Target. Uh, we're going to buy a board game for a double date. And as we're over there in the toy section... There was this kid. I don't even know if the kid was like crying or yelling or anything. Yeah, I think he just, he just being, like wanted a toy. I think he was just being a little bit rambunctious. Yeah, yeah. like he was he, in the toy aisle. Like, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Being a little bratty, being a little kid mm-hmm. is what he was being. He was being a child. And the dad was so mean and so loud to this kid. You like, could hear it like from far away. I bet. <laughs> and we were like, yeah, we somewhere to hear from far away. We were right there. Like he's like, hey, quit your one and shut up yeah i'm like he said so uh excuse me obviously it wouldn't be appropriate for me to go up and hey let me teach you how to parent <laughs> we both Stop wanted it. to in that moment we talked about it in the moment where we wanted to go say something to him but we didn't <laughs> yeah i'm sure if it like got more you know aggressive or physical we'd yeah. probably intervene mm-hmm. and be like dude okay this is a problem um <clears throat> but anyway and so that got us thinking about yelling children mm-hmm. <laughs> yelling children yelling at children <laughs> And like why that's not very helpful. Yeah. And recently Austin's had more experiences with that yeah. too than I have. I live in an apartment complex and I guess I don't want to like incriminate anybody um, but, because no, you, you don't know where I live no, listening or maybe you do. I don't know. But um, <laughs> I have some neighbors that live in the same complex that um, the walls are thin there and um, uh, we can hear other people in the same building and there's there's six units in our building and we can hear a lot of what other units do, even if they're on like on the first floor, sometimes we can hear that. Oh, they're geez. very thin. Um, but he's on the third floor. Yeah, I'm on the third floor. But not to incriminate anybody, because I don't know their lives and what's going on. But we can hear yelling all the time. Um, and they have, it sounds like they have small children and um, very aggressive yelling. Not just like yelling, just like to kind of raise your voice to get their attention. We hear the words, and the words are aggressive, mm. and they're um, they're shameful and a little bit mean. So. 
that got that got me thinking a lot the past couple of weeks because it's increased like in in severity and in just um that happens a lot more now maybe just because i've been working from home more or maybe i'm noticing it more but it's just bad and i hate hearing it and so um i wanted to do an episode about it just to talk about the effects that it can have on children when you yell at them all the time and as a disclaimer right off the bat i i don't if, if you yell at your kids you have kids that you found yourself yelling at them before um this is not like a we're not trying to make you feel bad. That's, yeah, not, that's not the fingers. We're not pointing fingers. We're not saying you're wrong or you're bad or you're evil. Or you're mean, um, because there is a time and a place for for raising your voice at your children, especially if their lives are in danger or if they're like, um, if they're gonna hurt someone else. Like let's say they're they're walking into the road and a busy road, and you need to get their attention. You you yell at them, and you, it, there's maybe a little bit of anger in your voice. That's a good time maybe to raise your voice to yell because their life is in danger. And I think most of the time. It's appropriate to do so because you need to get their attention. They need to know right now that what they're doing is is dangerous or not okay. Yeah. But if you're in the house and they do something that you just don't like or they're not listening to you, yelling is more often than not pretty inappropriate. So yeah. we're gonna go into that today. And it's more unhelpful, right? Like you're not yeah. you're not a bad person yeah. for yelling at your kids. Normally when there's yelling, that just means there's strong emotions. You feel strongly about something. And yelling is a great way to get things across mm-hmm. in a very aggressive way. Yeah. <laughs> it, it gets the message across. It yeah. gets, I mean, it may, you know, and that person may take it or not, or, but it's a, it's effective to, to help other people understand how you're feeling is to yell, but it's not very helpful. Not yeah, And, um, it often is a little bit more harmful than it is helpful. Yeah. And sometimes things can be neutral and, um, this time it is not neutral uh, most of the time, but like Nick said, it's a good point. It, it doesn't come from a place of like evil or bad. It just comes from a place of um, maybe even a place that you yelled at as a kid, or you just feel a lot of emotions and you don't know how to express it properly. Um, that happens to, with kids, especially like kids who feel a lot or have maybe a little more sensitive in their emotions, or they feel more pain physically. They maybe tend to scream more or yell more, and um, they're not wrong for feeling that, but it's just not the most helpful way to express your emotions and express right. the way that you feel. It just feels right to our little monkey brains to be able to yell because good. it matches yeah. the the level of intensity that we're feeling. Mm-hmm. To to scream matches the way that I feel inside. It just makes sense, right? And like you said, it feels really good to yell. Like yeah. it's, it's cathartic almost, and um, that's all well and good. Um, but when we're involving the the children here that um, are very can be very sensitive and they're little sponges, <laughs> and they um, develop things very easily, good or bad. Um, we just need to be a little more careful, I guess. So, um, the really, what it, really what it comes down to, and like we're pulling from an article, um, from betterhelp.com. We've done this a few times, but it's Sponsors. a really short one. <coughs> Please BetterHelp. That'd be awesome. We'd love that. Even if we just throw your name in our podcast. Um, anyways, um, really good short read. Um, I recommend you do read it. It'll be in the show notes because it is so quick and easy, especially if you are a parent, and you want to learn more about this. We're not going to go into everything, but yeah, go, go read it. Um, one of the topics that I want to talk about the most is this, the importance of modeling healthy communication. And if you find yourself yelling a lot at your children when you're trying to get them to do things or when they're doing something wrong or whatever it may be, whatever you find your reasoning for yelling at them, um, you're modeling more often than not unhealthy communication skills. Mm-hmm. Um, in a way you're telling them it's okay to yell at someone when you disagree with them. It's okay to yell at someone when they're not, when they're doing something that you don't like. It's okay to yell at someone when they are um, for almost for no reason. Sometimes, sometimes parents yell for no reason and the kids are confused. So we don't want to put the message across to our children that it's, that it's okay to do things like to, to, we, I guess 
whether it comes down to we don't want to model unhealthy communication skills. And yelling is more often than not a unhealthy way to communicate the way that you're feeling. Yeah. And um, it says it in the article here. This is one thing that I wanted to read here. Young children who develop important life skills successfully learn how to prevent violence, which will prove useful for them to the rest of their lives. And this is talking about a, an APA article. Um, but I guess I should have started earlier, but it says that children that can learn violent behavior earlier in their life, and it's easy for them to learn how to be compassionate and kind. Their life experiences along with their interactions that they have with their parents and others help them learn how to solve problems, deal with disagreements, and control their anger. So if we want to set our children up for success and help them live a healthy and I guess fulfilling life, you need to start from a young age in the way that you communicate with them, the way that you relate to them and try to keep yelling to a minimum. Yeah. Go back, listen to our last episode on acceptance and agreement. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the issues that we have when it comes to agreement stem from childhood where, oh, we don't agree with that person. I'm going to yell or I'm going to be really aggressive and show them that I don't agree with you rather than, acceptance and most of the time that's model behavior that we learn mm -hmm. we've never we don't naturally usually learn to accept rather than um agree yeah it's, all not, the time. it's not a default setting to yeah. Do that. yeah default is to protect the ego and defend your beliefs by saying you don't agree with them and fighting them about fighting them about it rather than just expressing your acceptance of them so if you're a person that really struggles with you know, always yelling at other people, especially your kids. Maybe take some time to reflect on what it was like in your childhood. Were your parents really aggressive? Did you hear a lot of yelling? Did you grow up in a place where you heard a lot of yelling? Things like that. Did you, when people, when your parents disagreed with someone, were they really loud and really negative? If so, that's most likely where these beliefs came from. And most likely it's not your fault. It's just... What happened? You were also a child once, believe it or not. I know it's crazy, but you were also this little sponge that would soak up everything that you heard, saw, experienced, and you would use that to form these lenses that you view the world. And so if you view the world in more more of a hostile place, that most likely came from childhood. And so take a time to reflect on it. Absolutely. And I, because you're not, you're not wrong. You're not bad for, for, for being that way, but it is your responsibility to, to make necessary changes to make it so you're a little bit more healthy in the way that you communicate. Because like you're working against a whole lot of mess. If that's the case, if that's coming from your yeah. childhood, you have a lot working against you. So just take a little time to, to reflect on that. So now moving on here, um, there are some, there are some effects to yelling at your children as you would imagine. Um, so we're going to talk about the short term and the long term. There are some study that is, there were some studies that were done that are um, indicated in this, this better help article one says that with with children that were yelled at and had received a lot of corporal punishment so either like extreme yelling or maybe even spanking or other types of physical harm um they had more in, they had increased anxiety symptoms and they um let's see what else did it say they became more aggressive as well so that's a huge short-term um outcome of of uh of yelling at your children they become more aggressive and they become more anxious that can develop later into more severe anxiety disorders. And that's not fun. Yeah. And then another study here, it said that boys who had were verbally abused more had low self-control and girls who experienced more verbal abuse, they were more likely to react with anger and frustration. So you're just kind of setting your children up for 
I don't know, the opposite of success. You're, you're setting your children up for failure in that way. Um, if you yell at them all the time and you're constantly yelling at them and that is your, your go-to punishment is, is yelling or, or some type of other corporal punishment, you're just, you're working against the odds. I guess yeah. that's what I, when I, when I think about stuff like this, like if you, if you find yourself yelling at your children a lot, you're not dooming them for a life full of misery, but what you're doing is that you're setting them up to work against the odds. You're working yeah. against statistics now and that's not a fun thing to do. So the best thing to do here is to, to follow the science and the science says that <laughs> yelling at your kids isn't the most helpful thing in the world. So maybe try to minimize it as much as you can. Yeah. When you yell at your kids, it's like you're, you're slowly cutting their fuse and making it shorter and shorter. Mm -hmm. And so if your kid grows up, he's a teenager, has a really, really short fuse. One, it could just be natural. Mm -hmm. Teenagers, short fuse. But when you add on all the layers and layers of being yelled at for years, their fuse will be even shorter than what it already is going to be as a teenager. And so you're just making life harder mm -hmm. for them and for yourself when you have to deal with an angry teenager all the time. And so, yeah, yelling's not going to do much for you. not going to do much for your kids either. It's not going to model correct communication. So don't be surprised if your child starts yelling at other kids mm -hmm. or being mean, being a bully. That's also an effect. And so just be cognizant of it. Be aware. Mm -hmm. One thing that's like a weird, um, I don't know, like a, it's like a negative feedback loop here. It's a, it's a symptom that causes itself. Um, but most of the time parents yell at their kids because they're misbehaving. It makes sense, right? Like the, they're misbehaving. You're trying to get them to stop misbehaving. Yeah. And then it's coming from a good place. Like you want to help guide your children's behavior and, and mold good behavior by just doing it in a not so helpful way. Good intention. Yeah, exactly. And I love this um, paragraph at the bottom of the short-term effects um, section. It says that the research of this, the research of these and other studies produced clear results. Adults that stopped yelling at their kids resulted in kids that behaved better than kids who got yelled at on a regular basis. So by yelling at your children and by constantly getting angry with them, you're setting them up to behave worse. So you yell at mm -hmm. them more. So they behave worse. Mm -hmm. So you yell at them more. That's kind of what Enoch was just illustrating there. That if you can just, I like to think of it as like a domino effect, but with a negative feedback loop, it's imagine like a domino, like a, a line of dominoes that are just spiraling downwards, continuing, continuing on itself. And all you really need to do, and then this isn't just going to fix your problem, but you, it's imagine putting your hand in front of a domino and stopping it. What is going to prevent that negative feedback, feed, feedback loop from, from continuing? Um, what is the equivalent of putting my hand in front of the domino? Like, what do I need yeah. to stop in my life to stop this loop? And if you can stop that loop, if you can put your hand in front of the domino, then you can make it easier to not yell because your children are not going to be misbehaving as much. And so you can now start a, a, a different type of negative feedback loop. Your kids are behaving better, so you yell yes. You yell less, so your kids behave better, so you yell less. You can kind of see how that all goes together. It really is just a decision like, okay, I'm going to stop yelling. I'm going to I'm gonna connect with myself a little bit more here and try to be more helpful in the way that I communicate. And you'll see things get easier. It'll be easier to not yell because your kids will be behaving better. I've already said that a couple yeah. times, but that's yeah. what I was I guess, trying to illustrate here. So now what are the long-term physical effects or psychological effects and maybe even physical effects of, sure. of yelling at your child? Yeah. And we've talked about this before, and I wasn't planning on talking about this, but it just came to mind. But we had an episode before about living with a bear mm -hmm. and how that can, like what that uh, what effect that has on a person, especially a child. And that's somewhere in our show. Like, I don't know what episode that was, but that was a while ago. That was a while ago. But talk about it. Like, explain yeah. the concept. Again. Basic premise here is living with a bear is that when you're living with a situation or even someone that 
is equal to or representative of a bear, a dangerous aspect of your life, and you're living with this bear, we'll call it the parent who yells at you, that can be really stressful. The same amount of stress as if it was you were sharing a room with a man-eating bear. <laughs> and for anyone, that's going to be stressful. And long-term stress, we know, has long-term health effects, like like cardiovascular disease and other chronic illnesses such as cancer, diabetes, a lot of other um, non-communicable communicable diseases can be linked to chronic stress. And when you're living with the bear, quote-unquote, especially as a child, your development gets affected physically. You have growth yeah. problems, you have you're more likely to develop some type of autoimmune disease. And this is stuff we all talked about in that, um, that episode. And it's directly linked to um, adverse childhood experiences, ACEs, ACE scores. Yeah. Um, I would throw in a verbally abusive parent as, I think it is an ACE, isn't it? I can't remember if it is one of the ACE points. Say so. Verbally abusive. I think, I think there's an abuse section at, and yeah. verbal abuse gets thrown in there. But um, when, you, when you're a child living with a bear, you being the bear that's yelling at them all the time, um, you're setting them up for, of course, long-term psychological effects, but you're causing chronic stress that can, that can decrease their physical and neurological brain development. And again, this is not to make anyone feel bad if you yell your children. I guess this is just illustrating of you, illustrating to the population generally just the effects of yelling and how harmful it can be for a child. But the, the long-term effects psychologically, as it says here in this article, that I'll just list these off there, that tend to be increased anxiety, low self-esteem, negative view of self, social problems, behavioral problems, aggression, depression, and for me the hardest one is bullying behavior. Kids who get yelled at often become bullies. And so there's, there's a lot of like zero tolerance, poli zero tolerance policies when it comes to bullying and understandably so like if you're a bully, there's no excuse, but there's a certain amount of empathy that needs to be had for those kids that are bullies because they're right. probably getting yelled at a lot right. at home and they're just mirroring, they're probably being bullied at home by their parents. Mm -hmm. And so as much as the, as I guess it's the acceptance and agreement thing. Like we can accept the fact that like, I can disagree with the fact that like what they're doing is completely wrong and like I need to. Like we need something needs to be done about it, but I can accept the fact they're probably getting bullied at home, and that's why they're acting this way. And so, just know that if you if you currently have some type of habit or some type of, of just natural occurrence of yelling at your children, as said before, <laughs> you're working against the statistics. You're kind of setting them up for for failure here. And and the article goes on to talk about some things that we can do to fix that. But just know that you're not evil if you're yelling at your kids a lot. Um, just know that. Uh, Maybe something needs to be done about it. We need yeah. to sit with our feelings a little bit more. Yeah. So as you start to make these changes, first have some empathy and grace for yourself because some of these things that you're going to try and overcome, like yelling, can be really deep-rooted. Back in, I was going to say, back in Nam, <laughs> like back, back to when you were a child, like mm -hmm. 20, 30, 40 years ago. Yeah. And so have some, have some grace, have some empathy, and have patience. Slowly start working on these things. So here are some things that you can do. Um, BetterHelp says there are a lot of things you can do. There are, there are plenty of different things you can do. We actually taught a parenting course last year called Guiding Good Choices. Mm -hmm. There could be a Guiding Good Choices workshop near you. And so you can just Google it, I'm sure. Look up Guiding Good yeah. Choices, and then there are all the other... Um, all the places that it's held and it could be near you which would be cool um, so I would definitely recommend that there are a bunch of parenting courses out there and they're all they're all great options uh, but here are some some quick things that you can do first take a break this is totally 
underutilized, I think. Mm -hmm. Like we feel like we have to fix the situation now when in reality you don't, you have all the time in the world. Like just relax and go, go into a different room. And this is a great opportunity to model good behavior for your kids and teach them about strong emotions. Be like, Hey, what you're doing or what you did made me feel really mad right now. And I can't really talk. Yeah. And so I'm going to go in my room for five minutes. Don't bother me. I'll be back (laughs) and just leave. There's nothing wrong with that. Take some space, take some time and then come back when you are a bit more level headed and you can have a conversation rather than just exploding. I think of the, um, anger is his name anger in, 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 inside out. Yeah, He's angry. Yeah. Anger. Yeah. Rather than being him putting the controls to full throttle and flames coming out of your head, <laughs> uh, you can take a break and let, uh, what are some other emotions? Happiness, let joy kind of come up to the control panel <laughs> rather than, uh, anger so take yeah. a break yeah and i think that's really powerful too because we're parents are i mean rightfully so so quick to give their 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 children timeouts like oh you yeah. did that time out get off here. to the chair go sit put your nose in a corner and um no we're not talking about timeouts right now but um we're so apt to do that with children you know um but how often is the case that the kid doesn't need the timeout you need the timeout as yeah. the adult and so yep. um I think that, and then it's powerful for a kid to see that, that like my parent, like they, they're modeling this behavior of like, I, they need to take a break and it's like, okay. And then as they get older, then they can maybe do that with their relationships. Instead of getting angry, they go take a break instead of punishing the person in front of them for making them feel this way. Like, right. Oh, you made me feel this way. I'm going to punish you for it. Yeah. Instead you go take a break. I'm going to go reconnect with my frontal lobe and I'm going to come back <laughs> and we're going to have a conversation that's constructive yeah. and not harmful. I think it's really powerful to do that as a parent. Timeout's kind of funny in that way. Hey. You made me feel bad. Go sit in your room. It's like, what? <laughs> Go isolate yourself. <laughs> I feel like yelling at you right now. Go away. Rather than, no, you have control of you. You don't have control of other people. Mm-hmm. So take control of the situation by putting yourself out of it mm-hmm. rather than kicking other people out. Yeah, exactly. So that's kind of funny. All right. The next tool, the next thing you can do is eye contact. Hmm. A lot of the times we don't like to make eye contact Especially if you've had an angry parent, you're probably not looking at them in the face, right? You're probably mm-hmm. looking at the ground, looking to the side, or <laughs> looking up, whatever. But eye contact is another way to connect with other people. And so when you have eye contact, you can really express how you're feeling. Like, hey, look at me. I'm really frustrated right now, but I love you. I'm not mm-hmm. mad. I'm frustrated. Yeah. And it has a whole different message when you're actually looking at them rather than looking at the ground saying, um, I'm kind of mad at you uh, and, and frustrated. And the kid's like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice, dude. <laughs> cool. Cool story, bro. <laughs> anyway, but the eye contact is a this is a good tool to use. And it's hard to yell at someone when you're staring them in the eyes. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like it's easy to yell at someone when you're not, when you're not looking at them, you're not seeing their face and their reaction. Um, maybe, maybe it's, I don't know, but for me, I'd have a hard time yelling at my kid when I was staring them directly in the eye. Like, unless they were like doing something extremely wrong and they needed to know about it or they were in danger, but constantly yelling at someone, staring them in the eyes, uh, that's a little bit sadistic. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I feel like you'll feel your, your child's soul and like how they're really feeling just by looking in their yeah. eyes. Yeah. 
Okay, two more things you can do. Is first one, ignore it if you can. If it's something like a kid keeps, I don't know, dropping something because it gets your attention. Mm. Depending on their age, you should give it back. You, that's a good should, I'd say. Mm-hmm. You should give it back to them. Yeah, absolutely. But if it's like they're like eight years old, they can go pick up the thing that they dropped, and they just keep throwing it around to get your attention. If you can ignore it, do it. That's one of the best ways to get rid of that behavior is to just ignore it. Yeah, don't reinforce it in any way. Yep. There's a video out there where this kid, um, I'm sure it's on YouTube. I saw it in one of my courses, but this kid would throw a tantrum. Whenever his like mom would come closer, he would kind of relax. And then, and this kid was like 10. Like he was straight up being a big old baby. He mm-hmm. was being two years old and he was 10. And so the parent would try to ignore it. And you would see the kid look over at his parent. And if they weren't looking at him, he would start crying even louder and start throwing all these tantrums. And the mom would just sit there and just ignore him. And then eventually he just like meandered over to her and just sat down and stopped mm-hmm. whining because she wouldn't reinforce it or give him the attention that he wants. And she would give him the attention when she came when he came over and just sat by her. She put her arm around him and was like, hey, bud, you know, mm-hmm. I love you, rather than going over and giving him attention while he's having a tantrum. So ignore it. It's really easier said than done mm-hmm. to ignore people, especially when it's your child. <laughs> and they are screaming louder and louder. Um, it's yeah. it's going to feel really easy to give in. So yeah. that's going to be a hard one to, to do, but it is important. The last one here, I totally scrolled all the way up. Incredible. Um, it's to just remember that kids don't like to be shamed, mm. just like you. Imagine you're at work. Your boss comes over in front of everyone in the company and shames you for something you did. Yells at you. (laughs) Yells at you. How do you think that makes you feel? Not good. Kids are the exact same way. They don't like to be yelled at or shamed. And so a great thing to counteract that is to give kudos, give compliments to your Mm -hmm. kids rather than yelling at them. Find something that they're good at. Find something that they do well or something they did that day and compliment them rather than pointing out what they did bad mm-hmm. yeah absolutely and hopefully those two tools help you hopefully like today's been helpful and not harmful to your to the way that you feel today this is no way trying to make anyone feel bad because if you do find yourself yelling and the whole time you've been thinking to yourself i'm a terrible person i'm gonna make the assumption that you're not a terrible person and that you're just maybe doing an unhelpful behavior and now's just a good opportunity to try to try, try to change it. Take those four tools that Ethan was just talking about and put them into effect. See if they work. Give yourself timeouts. Give yourself an opportunity to reconnect with your emotions rather than just expressing them immediately. Yeah. And um, just know that <laughs> you're not, not the only one. Yelling at kids has been a tradition in humans for a very, very long time. Since our forefathers. Since <laughs> our founding Since fathers. Since Adam. <laughs> Since I mean, yelling is a, is a common trait, and it's, um, there's time and a place for it, but just know that if you do find yourself doing that a lot, you're, you're harming your children, both short-term and long-term. And, um, and kids, kids just need a, a loving parent to, to help them out and guide them. So hopefully you'll learn something today. Hopefully you aren't walking away feeling too bad about yourself. And maybe you just feel like you have some new skills and maybe some things to work on. And maybe you don't have kids and maybe you're like, okay, I need to remember this for when I do have kids. And yeah. I think, I think it's a great idea, but walk away from this knowing that, um, you're worth it to make the changes within yourself. It's worth it to, to make changes for your kids' sake and that you will see a positive outcome as you try to connect with your kids better rather than 
getting angry or yelling or frustrated with them, just connecting with them better will have both short-term and long-term long-term positive benefits and outcomes in your life. So thanks for sticking with us this long. Um, it was a little bit longer episode than we were used to for the past few weeks, but thanks for sticking around. Hope you guys enjoyed it and learned something, and we will talk to you next week. See you. Peace out. What about, what about therapy? What about, what about therapy? What about, what about therapy? Yeah. What about, what about therapy? What about, what about therapy? What about, what about therapy? What about therapy? What about what about therapy? What about what about therapy? What about what about therapy? Yeah.